We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How is Stephanie? Well, I'm well, thank you. And I looked it up. I thought, what is the first year anniversary? I think it's paper. You and I have just celebrated one year being on the podcast together. Yes, absolutely. I think this is what, episode 54 now, I think? I think it is. So, yeah. wow. Look so, at that. So, yeah. it's paper. So, here's a piece of paper. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we, we got it. We're making up our own little, uh, you know, little plaque. Yeah, anniversary card. Which you can give me one, like a hundred dollar bill. That's paper. Oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> only if you give me a a thousand dollar one. <laughs> Maybe that's not going to work. I don't know. <laughs> well, we do love working together because we can introduce you to people out in the community. They're doing such great work, and I'm really thrilled to introduce somebody today because he's a friend of mine. I've known him for quite a while back when he was at the Boys and Girls Club. This gentleman actually started with an entry level program position, and he worked his way into the executive director right here in Flint, Michigan, for the Boys and Girls Club. And he is just uh, awarded a um, nationally recognized too for his work at the Peacemaker of the Year Award for his work at the Boys and Girls Club in October of 2014. And he served as a Rotarian for over 20 years. And he's now the executive officer of the United Way of Genesee County, which does so much for this community. It sure he's does. been there for eight years. He has a lot of kids now, second marriage. So he has one in college, actually a freshman, a grad, somebody graduating. He's got a junior and a 13-year-old at home. So he's busy. Help me welcome right now, James Gaskin. James, thanks for being with us today. Oh, thanks for having me, Stephanie. It's uh, it's great to catch up. You're you're giving me my uh, to do list there with all these kids, man. They <laughs> they, they keep me busy. They're like going to work is kind of like a, a reprieve sometimes <laughs> from trying to manage all uh, all these kids moving around. I bet so. But you're used to it because when you're working with the Boys and Girls Club, I know you made a big difference with those teens, and it's kind of difficult to like, get into the teens' circle to make them trust you. And you were definitely good for that. So I'm sure as a stepdad, you stepped right in and did a great job with that as well. Well, I just I just know I need to just uh, step aside and let mom be the boss. <laughs> <laughs> I could be I could be second on that that department. Yeah, well, she's a good mom too. So you've got a 13 year old home. At, at, was it a boy or girl at home? The 13 year old. Oh, it's it, that's my son Aiden. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's 13. He's a he's a hockey player. So we are actually talking about being on the road. Um, he plays travel hockey, and uh, tonight I'll be driving an hour and a half to down to the Detroit area to. To, to, to watch him play uh, and not be home till about 11 at night. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, I get on the road quite a bit. <laughs> I guess you have. Team. But the other ones are all in college too. You have a freshman, a junior, and somebody who's graduated oh, yeah. and a senior yet too. You got them at every, every level. Yeah, two of them are playing uh, NAIA college football. And uh, so then every Saturday is uh, some kind of road trip too. Sometimes we have to divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah, that helps. Yeah, <laughs> wow. That's a job. Well, I know your job at the United Way is very important as well. And I got to tell you, I know with MTA being a partner with United Way, we do a lot of good together for the community. But I also know the United Way does a lot more than what I'm aware of. So I'm going to ask you to explain to us what the United Way actually does for our area. Let's start with our partnership with MTA. How do we work together? Can you explain that to people? Yeah, you know, and this is really timely to talk about this partnership because everybody's talking about workforce development, right? Every employer is struggling, uh, you know, with the employees they have to have enough to do the work. Um, we have employees that want to upskill and get trained so they can earn more money, right? We, we have a lot of pressure uh, to help people earn a living wage. Um, and then, you know, we have a lot of people just trying to get back into 
um, working, you know, when, when the pandemic started, a lot of folks' careers or situations changed pretty dramatically. And now we have a lot of people that have to get back into the workforce. And the partnership that we have that, you know, or that MTA is involved with is, is tied to a broader group of businesses um, that have lots of employees. So manufacturers, um, some even home healthcare organizations, um, organizations that need a lot of employees. Um, and often when those employees start, they start at a basic level wage that can be hard to you know, make ends meet. Um, and what we do is we all work together, everybody's bought in um, and we help provide coaching in the workplace to those new, especially the new employees or people getting back into the workforce. And then we try to help remove barriers when they run up against a problem um, when they're, you know, when they're, when they're in the workplace. So, and, and maybe they can't afford to take care of some of the challenges they have. So a very typical situation is I'm going to work again. I haven't worked in a while and my car broke down and I haven't been getting a regular paycheck and I'm having a hard time figuring that out. Well, we have coaches that'll work with the employees and help them with some basic needs support, get that car repair and, and keep them moving. Um, you know, but sometimes it's childcare, uh, maybe a past legal problem that somebody's had, um, you know, could be you know, parking <laughs> or, or driving violation that they can't break away from their work because they, if they, if they leave their work, they get the, you know, kind of points against them and then they lose their job. Um, we're, we're, what we're trying to do is, is, is work with people in the job that they're in to, to do a couple things. One, make sure they can maintain the job, um, remove barriers to them to be successful in that job and then work with some of our education partners like Mott Community College to train them to kind of upskill. So maybe it's getting a CDL license or, you know, some other certification so they can uh, provide a different function and increase their income and become even more valuable to the employer themselves. So that's a lot to take in. Uh, I, I think I think the, the thing is, is, is that um, it's really, really relevant right now in this in, in workforce development, right? We've got challenges at all aspects um, when we think about, again, the employers, the employees, inflation with the challenges of paying for things. Um, but the big thing is getting people back to work and supporting them when they're there and, and giving them a boost so they can make that uh, what we would call a livable wage, um, you know, so they can take care of their families with dignity. So if someone's listening right now and they're thinking, that's me. I really need help getting a ride to work or I need help getting back into the workforce and, and that child care and I need help from them. How can someone like that get a hold of you, get a hold of United Way? Yeah, um, well, there's a, you know, there's a couple of different ways um, that you can get a hold of me. Um, one, you can email me and that's that's easy one. It's J-G-A-S-K-I-N, Gaskin at unitedwaytennessee.org. And, and what I do is then I would connect that person to one of our partners, okay? So um, GST Michigan Works, Mott Community College, we usually tie the individual into that to, to then try to understand what that person's trying to do, right? Um, are they trying to uh, um, get some kind of certification where they can plug into the community college environment? Are they trying to get placement in a job? Because quite honestly, there's, there's you know, right, there's jobs all over. Um, and what we wanna do is, is first try and help them get into a spot, uh, get them working, and then the kind of the coaching piece and those particular employers that participate can take over. Um, this, this is a, uh, I would also say this, this is everybody's engaged, right? If it, we need the employer to be a partner in this process. So 
that's a, you know, in this case, MTA is one of our employment partners. So someone has some driving skills, wants to become a driver or quite frankly, anything you do at the MTA, right? There's lots of other kinds of jobs. Oh, sure. Um, you know, we know there's openings. We want to get them in those jobs. And sometimes those jobs at the start, you know, are, are at, at, you know, at the lowest level of pay. And, you know, we want the coaching to try and help them um, so they can, re again, remove some barriers that might be preventing them from being successful. And then we want to try and give them access to the training uh, so they can get into that job that's going to pay them a little bit better and help them help them out. So, you know, again, in terms of getting a hold of me, again, the best way is really email jgaskin at unitedwaygenesee.org. You can also call my business direct line, which is 762-0856, um, and, and leave me a message. Always willing to try and make the connections. Well, that's wonderful. I'm sure there's people listening right now that are thinking this is going to fit their particular scenario. Maybe they have kids, they want to get a job. And yeah, you're right. MTA is always hiring. There's so many different positions because it's a big company. And you go to mtaflint.org and just go to the jobs and you'll see everything that's available there. They're always looking for drivers, of course. And that's uh, that's kind of a nice job to get into to get a start to see if you want to go and do anything further. But, And I know that you also have... Um, you also have bus passes. I know that we worked with you as far as I know MTA was able to give away thousands of bus passes to different organizations and you continue giving those bus passes away on your own as well to help people. So I know you try to get them to work and you try to get them to the grocery store and you try to work with us to, to make people's lives a little safer and more comfortable. So I want to thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in mentioning those bus passes, what, what we do is we have a, we had a great partner in Huntington bank as well um, and individual donors that help fund that in partnership with the MTA, kind of matching that donation. And then what we do is we don't provide bus passes directly from United Way to individuals. We provide them to the organizations that are helping those individuals that need that emergency transportation. So what, what happens is, is on, a, on a monthly basis, agencies will come to the United Way to fill out a simple sheet and say how many uh, um, bus passes they need for you know, emergency use for their clients, and then we'll provide them with bus passes. And, and what we do is we try to divide those out equally um, among the organizations that are making requests. So we have churches that maybe have a small program, you know, uh, maybe some pantries, but then we have some of the larger agencies as well. And that's been a great partnership because MTA has really matched um, the dollars. So instead of getting, you know, 7,000 bus passes to give out in a year, you know, we can give out 15 or 20,000. Wow. Um, but um, yeah, and we really try to coordinate with the organizations to best spread it out to, to, to the folks who need it the most. Well, I know there was one um, smaller church and he was so grateful because I told him about you and he got in touch with you and he's like, oh my gosh, you made such a difference that people could get to the grocery store and they could get to the places they needed to go. So you did make a big difference whether you realize it or not. So I, I bet you don't even see all the good that you do. I know that you are in your office or whatever people might come to you and you're helping them. You probably don't see the follow-up on them getting a better job and getting that start from you makes a huge difference. Yeah, I think that speaks to the this, the broader concept, but some people still ask themselves, well, what is United Way, right? And and what we do is we call it teaspoon philanthropy um, because what we have is we have thousands of people working across hundreds of employers in Genesee County, and they choose to donate a little bit of money each week. So they take 50 cents or a dollar out of their paycheck. Um, we pool all those dollars together and then we invest those dollars across over 200 organizations um, and we're addressing basic needs, education for early, especially early childhood education. Uh, we're addressing health access, 
Um, like we've been talking about workforce development. Um, so we have priorities in each of those areas and that's how those funds are reinvested in the community. And I think what's exciting is this is really about um, lots of regular people doing a, a little bit each week, putting those dollars together and then helping drive change uh, across the community. Um, it gives, I, I would like to say, it kind of gives the little guy, if you will, or the little, I guess the little gal or little guy, <laughs> um, but those of us that don't have really deep pockets, a way to put our money together to really make a difference in the world. And uh, so, so yeah, whether it's um, someone getting shelter at the shelter of Flint or, um, you know, domestic violence situation and that the YW uh, is providing support for, or Big Brothers, Big Sisters, or the Boys and Girls Club uh, providing a safe place for a child, you know, all those things work into the organizations that we fund. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's really pleasant. Some days I'm out in the community and someone will approach me and they'll say something, you know, I had this opportunity or my cousin had something happened or when I was a kid, my family grew up, my house burnt down and, um, you know, the, there was a helping hand there for me and I know the United Way helped fund that. So that's, a, that's great stuff. It is. It's basic needs, too. Like you said, none of your friends or neighbors should go hungry, should be able to not be able to pay their rent because there is help out there. And if you can't do it directly, you will find them, the resources, and help them along their way. So that, well, that's then, impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I would I would recommend to folks, you know, our 211 helpline and referral service is the best way uh, to initially find help if you need it. In Genesee County alone, um, we, we have a process about 36,000 phone calls a year for help, right? That's normal, right? When it, during the water crisis, we could get as many as three or 4,000 calls a day. Um, but we, we partner with other United Ways and we have a certified call center um, that serves about seven counties. And they have a database of all the resources in those areas. So if you, if you, if you have a need or know someone, and, it, and it, quite honestly, it's anywhere in the state of Michigan because the network covers the entire state. So if you have a family friend that lives, you know, in Northern Michigan or on the West side of the state, and you know, they need some help, you can call 211, you can describe your situation and find help for somebody, even if they're across the state of Michigan. Um, but that 211 helpline is an important way for us to connect people with the resources they need. There's a professional on the other end of the phone that's a, a certified call uh, center specialist to try and help the people walk through what their needs are and find the best fit for them. I had a call 211 for a friend, and uh, they were very, very helpful. And I agree, that is like the, one of the best resources we have right now. So people need help, 211 is definitely a way to direct them. That's nice. Well, and, and, you know, we've been the primary partner uh, for dissemination of information about, about COVID-19 over the phone, too. Uh, if you if you watch any of the, the state uh, press conferences or, uh, you know, in any of the press releases about getting uh, COVID-19 information, almost every time they're going to say at the end, and, it, you know, if, if you don't have access to the web, if you can't go on yourself, to get the information, you know, kind of kind of using a computer, just pick up the phone and call 211 and someone will be there um, to try to walk you through where to go get tested, uh, if you're, you know, concerned about getting the vaccination, uh, all those kind of things. 211's um, been a real big help in situations where there's been crisis, um, whether it's a, a tornado or flooding um, or, or, you know, the Flint water crisis or the pandemic, it, it, it seems like every time we turn around, uh, 
the last few years, uh, we've had some pretty challenging situations. <laughs> I'll say. The place. Yeah, for sure. Beyond even recognition. I feel like it's like a, like a science fiction movie. I never would have thought, yeah. yeah. You never, everyone said that. They, didn't, they never thought the United States would be forced into something like this. Yeah. With the Never. pandemic and the wearing masks and the, it just seems like a, it's a science fiction, but it's true and it's real life. So you're helping out there. So thank you so much, James. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us and to help the community while you're doing it. Hey, I, I listen, Stephanie, uh, it, you guys do a great job at the MTA helping people, um, you know, every day get, get, get to where they need to go. And I think this podcast is a great way to, to share, uh, share with your audience. And, and again, just, if you need help and you don't know where to turn, you know, call two one one. Get that get that help and that connection you need. We we want all of our residents in our community to live with dignity, and and you know that's what I get up thinking about every morning. How can how can we help people live with dignity? Absolutely, I love that. Yeah, and there's people out there listening right now. I'm sure are going to be calling you, and so thank you for taking the time to do that and what you do, and thank you for listening to our episode this week because we're glad you could ch- chime in. And if you would like to be on the show, if you'd like to have any more maybe information about the show, Jay, how can they get a hold of us? They can just drop us an email at on the road at mtaflint.org or podcasts at mtaflint.org, and they can hear that everywhere, can't they? Absolutely, anywhere uh, <laughs> podcasts are sold. Well, no, actually, podcasts are free, so you're good. giving away. Well. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. Tell that beautiful wife of yours hello and good luck with those kids and their all their uh, sports. Yeah, thanks. thanks. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Listen again next week with On the Road with Stephanie K. What's On the Road with MTA, Stephanie K. and MTA. Jay. Yep. Happy anniversary, Jay. Happy anniversary. <laughs> thanks for listening. Be safe. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.